We're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and see if they can find their savior at the quarterback position because the last time that I checked, Jimmy G is still on the roster. He is. And he's not supposed to be there. I don't know if you guys know this. That was long, by the way. I don't know if you guys know this. He's still there, not supposed to be there, but they, they met in the middle. Let's restructure your contract a little bit. You can stay around. The market hasn't materialized. And if you decide that at one point, you know, or if we decide at one point, circumstances barring, that it's going to be your team again, you earn some incentives that could take your contract back up to close to where you used to make all your money. So it's the Trey Lance show, and they're not shy about that. The win total at BetMGM. I literally had a tab open that was specifically on San Francisco, and then I just typed in Serena while we were talking about her, and I lost my space in place. I think the win total number is sitting at 10 and a half yeah. uh, at BetMGM. With that being the case, PJ, number one, your overall thoughts about the San Francisco 49ers, especially the quarterback position. We all want to know. Everything else on the team pretty much handles itself. The defense returns a bunch of monsters off in the offensive mindset uh, from the coaching staff all the way down to the players and the personnel. It's all there. They check all the boxes. I think it really comes down to how you feel about Trey Lance that's, and also how you feel about their schedule. That's the million-dollar question is how do I feel about Trey Lance? I love the head coach. There's nobody I enjoy watch calling a game more than Kyle Shanahan. Watching him call a game offensively is just football poetry. It, it, is, it is beautiful to watch. He's as good as it gets. Debo Samuel might be my favorite player in the NFL to watch. The way that they use him receiving, running, he's unbelievable. You know, Kittle's one of the best tight ends in football. The O-line's very good, anchored by Trent Williams. The defense has all those former first-round draft picks that are great. The division's not going to be all that good this year. Seattle's going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Mm -hmm. Arizona, I think, is going to take a step back because Hopkins is out the first six games. And I just see regression in that team. And then the Rams are obviously be good. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. But as we know, San Francisco always has their number, especially in the regular season. So you get into this schedule queue, and we're going to talk about this later. But I think the start to their schedule is extremely favorable. Those first six weeks, I mean, man, if Chicago and Seattle sitting right there. There's a lot to like in those two. first six Me games. Me and you could go out there and win those games. The week, the week one game against the Bears is my survivor play. You know how you, those pools where you pick a team each week and then you can't use them again? I love San Francisco week one at the Bears. Mm. San Francisco's a great road team. They don't have to go to Chicago in November or December when the weather's bad. I just like that it's week one. Not too much film on Trey Lance yet. So I think San Francisco, I think that might be a little bit of a blowout there against the Bears. Then they get the Seahawks at home. They go on the road to face Russ and the Broncos, a quarterback that they know very, very well. So it's a favorable schedule. I love the fact that the bye week is week nine, yeah. which is really good right there in the it's middle a, of the season. That's a solid bye spot right solid there. Solid bye spot. And then how about this scheduling quirk, Hugh? Week 10 through week 14, they have five straight home that's games. That's ridiculous. Now, week 11 in against Arizona is in Mexico City, so that's not a true home game in San Francisco and Santa Clara. But, but man, still, four, those, four straight home other, games. I mean, or, it's or ridiculous. The and they have now, they're going to need it, PJ. Look, though, Chargers, Arizona, New Orleans, Miami, and tough Tampa. Those are, that's a tough little stretch, especially you know what those teams look like at that point of the season. Nobody can really know for sure. But no. just face value, D-Hop should be back for Arizona by week 11. Uh, Miami, New Orleans always a good team late in, in, in the season. Their defense is amazing. Miami might be or have. Uh, may have found some things out and figured some things out by week 13. And then Tampa Bay, we know that's there's a guy named uh, Tom Brady playing quarterback. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good. So, you know, I think they're going to get off to a really good start, Q. Those first six weeks, man, at Bears, home against Seahawks, at Broncos, home against Rams, at Panthers, at Falcons. I see five and one in there yep. somewhere. 
in those first six games. So now, I think they get off to a great start. Now I might say a little less. I might be a little less optimistic about five and one because it is a, a first year starting quarterback. So it, the comfort that I would have, even if with this schedule being as easy as it is, the comfort I would have with maybe a starting quality and caliber quarterback that has done it before every single week, like a Jimmy G, even though he doesn't maybe impress me and wow me skill-wise, like maybe a Trey Lance and the upset that he provides, I think there's there has to be at least a conversation about the fact that a rookie or a first-year starting quarterback could lose you some games that you might just pencil in as that's a win. For example, Carolina. On paper, San Francisco looks like they will mop Carolina. We know that. However. I mean, Baker Mayfield doesn't look terrible. That offense can put up some points. I mean, I'm not saying that that's the biggest issue there, but they're a competitive team with some experience, and Trey Lance is on the road in Carolina having to go up against a defense that has some pieces, some pieces, I'll say. I'm just saying that a rookie quarterback could, or a first-year guy totally needs to get be a little, considered a little harder. My, my caveat to that would be <clears throat> there's something about great offensive minds in this league. When the Chiefs had Alex Smith, and they sat Mahomes down for the first year. Andy Reid got to watch Mahomes in practice every day. Mm-hmm. And he knew what he had. And Smith got traded to Washington in the offseason. And people were like, what's Kansas City doing? They yeah. were a playoff team. They're winning 10-11 games consistently a year. But it was the special factor. Andy knew that with Mahomes, he could take him to another level. Yeah. I'm not saying Trey Lance is going to be Pat Mahomes. But I'm saying that. Shanahan watching Trey Lance every day clearly sees a special factor. Right. He sees Trey Lance having an ability to take the Niners to places that Jimmy G couldn't. Now, to your point, you make a great point. There are 100% going to be growing pains early in the season. But I also like the fact that when you have a young QB, there's just something about how an NFL team rallies around that, how the defense, they they just pay a little more attention to detail. The offensive line blocks just a little bit harder. The receivers are a little more crisp. Even the coaching staff. Work well when you like your coworkers, man. That's exactly right. You know, with Jimmy G there, you kind of get maybe a little lackadaisical from time to time. You run through the motions. But with Trey Lance, it's that breath of fresh air that I think will do great. For the 49ers. With that being said, Q, when I look through their schedule, man, I have them winning like 10 games. Mm -hmm. So I think this number is absolutely spot on. If you had to make me choose a pick, it would probably be the over 10.5 just because I'm getting plus money on it. The under 10.5 is minus 145, and I don't want to do that. So I, I would probably go either... I would probably go either under 9.5 at plus 125 or over 10.5 at uh, at plus 120, and that's a big difference there, but I like the plus money, and San Francisco is going to be a team that's right around like the 8, 9, 10, 11 win range. They're going to be somewhere in there, but it all comes down to Trey Lance. He He's the whole key, but I do think he is a special factor to him, and I trust Shanahan, so that's why I tend to be more towards the upside than the downside with San Fran. No, I feel that, PJ, and I'm, I'm with you. I really like the San Francisco team, and also one thing that I considered a little stronger uh, with their win total was, of course, Jimmy G coming back to this team. Yeah. If Trey Lance, let's say, is not as good as maybe I even believe or even Kyle Shanahan believes or Jimmy or let's say Trey Lance rather goes out there and possibly gets injured. I don't trust Jimmy G at this stage of his career to take anyone back to the Super Bowl. I don't trust him to do that when he's starting or having to start every se- you know 17 games every single week. However, 
if Trey Lance had to be removed from his position or something happened early on, or maybe let's say through four or five weeks of the season, I'd be comfortable with Jimmy G coming in and taking over the reins after that. Don't, I don't need a full season out of him. How can we cut down the number of games Jimmy G has to be available for at, at fully healthy? That matters to me. So if I have a security blanket that knows the system well enough like him that adds some sort of insurance for me, I, I can't help but take the over. The division's not as good like you've already said. Everything that you're saying, I'm 100% with that. With that, I just felt a little better about it knowing that Jimmy G is there. I get that. And I 100%. love Trey Lance. I, I don't love Trey Lance. I don't want to say that yet, but I like him a lot. I think he can be special. He's made some throws and has had a feel for the game that I've seen at least that seems like it's going to be able to translate into the regular season. And I think he shows significant upside. So I like this team. And of course, we know everything else checks all the boxes. That defense yeah. is going to be wicked. Uh, it always is. Kyle Shanahan, that team knows that they're a championship caliber team and now it's time to turn the page to a quarterback that they might have had in their system that could take this thing up another notch so i'm in i like the overall on the team uh i'll pay i'll probably look at the nine and a half pay a little juice on the over uh i think the nine and a half is still available at a at a good number i want to say but and if it's 10 yeah the over nine and a half is minus 150 the yeah I'll pay, i might pay a little ten juice and, for the and, nine and a half is plus 120 I don't hate the plus money for the 10 and a half either because, you know, they got it's that division as well. But I like the over in any event. And I, I wouldn't mind paying a little juice for the, the nine and a half if it comes to that. San Francisco is going to be a decent team. To yeah, keep they're, on this year. they're an interesting team, man. They're going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to watch Trey Lance. I to see what he does. Yeah, I can't wait. September 11th. That's when the season starts officially. We'll be here for it. Hope you're here with us. Let's go ahead and turn our attention back to the San Francisco 40. Niners and PJ, I, I really want to jump into this schedule for this 49ers team because yep. you, you know, life is all about having a schedule. You got to have a schedule to keep yourself in line to all the things that you are able to achieve in life. That's, I'm preaching to somebody today, but in any event, you can bet on this San Francisco 49ers team to make or miss the postseason. You can bet on their stage of elimination, which I'll jump into here in a few seconds. You can also bet them to start for. And, oh, like I said, we'll go through their schedule and see if that's possible and or plausible. Also, start 0-4. Have a terrible start to the season. Just all-around bad start for the Trey Lance-led San Francisco 49ers. And also, you can bet them to go 17-0. and So, PJ, with those options on the board, San Francisco to start 4-0, 4 one odds. 0-4 start, 20 to 1 odds, 17 and 0, 125 to 1 odds. Make or miss the postseason. Make miss the postseason is plus 180. What do you like? What don't you like? I really like the Niners to start 4-0 plus 400. That's the bet that I'm looking at. Week one at the Bears, week two at home against the Seahawks, week three at the Broncos. They're playing Russell Wilson, who they've only faced for 10 years, and then they're home against the Rams in week four. So I think that is the play, Quentin. They're so good against the Rams. McVay's never beaten San Francisco in the regular season. Russell Wilson, familiar opponent for San Francisco, who's a great road team. They're playing the Seahawks at home. Week two should be a win. And then I love them week one against the Bears. I know Lance is the quarterback, but man, I think they can get off to a hot start. San Francisco last season, Q, at home 
They were 0-4 to start the season in their first four home games, and then they won their last four home games. Yeah. So they just start the season like they finished it last year. They're going to be really good. And then they were 6-3 and three on the road last season. All three of those road losses came by a touchdown or less. Nice. They're a fantastic road team. So the fact that I'm getting two games on the road, which are very winnable at the Bears Week 1, obviously, and Week 3 against Denver, which I think they'll win, and then Week 2 and 4 against divisional opponents at home, who they tend to play pretty well. I think that 4-0 at a plus 400, man, that is the bet that I like the best. PJ, I'm in stride with you. I like that one the most as well. With that being the case, though, let's look at some of this other stuff. So I don't, I don't think we're going to – we don't think they're going to start 0-4, so we don't really want to dive into that. 20-1 to 1 odds, though, for them to do so. We'll stay away. 17-0, interesting, but I think we all can all agree that first year starting quarterback Trey Lance – it's not going to be the one who's leading the team to a 17-0 season. Mm-mm. But it's cool that they have a line. Some teams don't. Cough, cough, commanders. <laughs> Let's talk about stage of elimination because this is a little more uh, multifaceted uh, area of the special section at BetMGM. For them to lose in the wild card round is plus 230. For them to miss the postseason, plus 180. For them to lose in the divisional round, plus 375. Championship round loss, plus 650. Losing the Super Bowl, 12-1 to 1 odds. 14 to 1 odds for them to win the Super Bowl. So let's turn our attention to this side of things. When it comes to postseason success, what do you really see with San Francisco? And do any of these odds interest you uh, when it comes to this 49ers team? I like them to lose in the divisional round, plus 375. 375. The two times that they have been to the playoffs under Shanahan, they've gone to the Super Bowl and they've gone to the NFC Championship round. So they've decreased each time. So I'm thinking they're going to go to the divisional round. Just keep on climbing down the stairs. I will say, if you think they're going to reach the Super Bowl, you can either pick the Niners to lose in the Super Bowl at 12-1 to or pick them to win the Super Bowl at 14-1. to just pick them to win the Super Bowl if you're going to do that. And then you can hedge in the Super Bowl if they make it. Get those on extra $200. There's no reason to pick San Francisco to lose in the Super Bowl. So if you think they're a Super Bowl team, just go ahead and bet them to win and hedge if they do make it to the Super Bowl. NFC Championship round, Q, they made it there last year. Obviously, other than Tom Brady, it's tough to get, or Pat Mahomes, it's tough to get back to the NFC Championship game, especially with a first-year starter taking over. Wild card round obviously could be a sensible play, plus 230. I think the Rams are going to win the division, which means the Niners would be a wild card team, which means they're going to play in the wild card round. So they could win, they could lose that game. But they, again, when they get into the playoffs with Shanahan, they tend to be really good. So I think they're going to win that first round game. And I think the divisional round is where to go. I think the plus 375, if you're going to make a bet, would be the one I would take. PJ, I like that. And while you're talking about the division, I was. I don't think you were here. I actually know for certain you weren't here when we talked about the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. And with them being in that division, I know they're going through some issues at the wide receiver position specifically that's caused a lot of people to be a little less affectionate when it comes to how they feel about this Cardinals team. But how do you feel about them? Because still, I know that division is a little... It's it's not great, but it's not terrible. Seattle being as low as they are now has changed that division from top to bottom. Now you look at you know, kind of the stigma of the division even further and see that Trey Lance is a starting quarterback for the 49ers. Like, mm-hmm. that just takes the quality of play down significantly. Rams lost some guys offensively, but the Rams are always rich. And then the Cardinals, 
they've lost a ton of weapons, and then they got a receiver that's going through suspension. I just want to focus on the Cardinals, though, because it feels like they're the odd team out, of course, in comparison to the Seahawks. They're, yeah. They have the most expectations. Under on, on Arizona this year for you, how do you feel about them if you feel the way you feel uh, about the Rams and San Francisco being one and two in the West? See, I don't like Arizona this year because Kingsbury's teams tend to get off to a great start, and then they always fade at the end of the year. Yeah. But to start this year, he's missing his best player, DeAndre Hopkins, for the first six games. Hollywood's coming in his first year in Arizona. Kyler Murray, it just seems like, Q, as the year goes on and on, the guy gets more injured and injured. And the defense is good. It's solid. I like it, the, that unit a lot. But uh, they're playing a really tough schedule, man. They get the AFC West this season. Yeah. So they have to play Kansas City, Las Vegas, the Chargers, Denver. Then they have to play, obviously, the Rams twice. They have to play Tampa Bay, Philly. So they're playing some really good offenses, Minnesota as well. I just think the schedule is brutal, man. Q, their first three games are Kansas City, <laughs> Las Vegas, and the Rams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're playing the Chiefs, the Raiders who made the playoffs last year, who got better in the offseason than defending Super Bowl champions. They could go 0-3 to start the year. And if they're a team that always ends the year poorly, then I just I don't see... I just I don't like the Cardinals this year, man. Yeah, I'm with not you. on them. We're fading the Cardinals too, man. I'm not gonna lie, and it's sad because last year they were such a great story. That was the last undefeated they, team. They were. They were great. I can't believe we're now looking at an offseason that has been pretty much marked and marred with uh, a weird contract stipulation for Kyler Murray. The fact that he needed to study more, and that was written to his contract, but then it was later removed. You got D Hop having all the issues that he's having. Kingsbury, we know he falls down the stretch of of seasons. And then their number one running back is um, James Conner. James Conner. Yeah. From Pittsburgh, they uh, lost Steelers. Edmonds they to lost Miami. Yeah, man. They, they've just lost some pieces. I'm just, you know, Arizona, when they went undefeated last year, was a big surprise. It just seems like all the right things were clicking. Yeah. They were getting on one of those rolls. Remember when Cam's Panthers went to the Super Bowl? They got off to a 14-0 start. Just felt like one of those teams that, even though Carolina did it for much longer and they went to the Super Bowl, yeah. that Arizona team, even though they were undefeated, at any point in time, did you feel like they were truly the team to beat in the NFC that year? No. That, that's the thing. Kind of felt like the Minnesota Twins in the Central. You know, <laughs> just like for a lot of the season, yeah. they're just number one, number one, but it's kind of by default. Exactly. Then they tail off. You're like, yeah, they never really truly yeah, felt like never. they were Right. Tennessee, same but thing. But they can, in the they can pass, though, because I don't, I don't like making a habit out of kind of piling on guys when they're when they're down or maybe their stock is low league-wide in terms of how they're viewed because Kyler Murray is a great quarterback. I, I think, think he's fantastic. I agree with like, you. Legitimately, if he stays healthy, I'm, I'm all in. Like Kyler has the speed. He can extend plays. The arm talent is effortless. I think he understands the game pretty well. I, I, I think, of course, there's a lot of roster things that need to be shored up to get the most out of that uh, situation in, in, in uh, offensive unit. But still... I, I like Kyler a ton. Yeah. I like him. So it's it's kind of rough to see him go through this, but he definitely deserved to get that back. I'm with you. Congratulations. Let's go ahead and head back to the NFL section and see what these odds are looking like for the Niners. 49ers. So you already know how we kind of feel about the 49ers. We like the team. We just we do. do. We, we do they, like them. They have a lot of consistency across the board. They have some really good minds, especially on the coaching staff. Kyle Shanahan, I remember when he was in Washington wearing the burgundy and gold. Seems like such a long time ago. It was only a few years ago. Um, but now at BetMGM, let's look at some of these props. In terms of their home and road game performances, also their performances within the division. For them to win all of their 
home games. Right now at BetMGM, the odds on that are 20 to 1. For them to win all of their road games, the odds there also 20 to 1. For them to lose all their home games, 150 to 1. Mm. For them to lose all their road games, 100 to 1 odds. And then we look at the division, six games within the division. For them to win all six division games, 14 to 1. For them to lose all of them, 40 to 1. Of those odds, I presented to you, my friend, my co-host of Inside the Betting Line starting November, or excuse me, September 11th, PJ Glasser. What do you like on the board? Quentin, I actually really like the 49ers to win all their road games at 20 to 1. Oh, you really like it? I, I kind of do. Okay, talk to me. We'll like, I think I might play it. Okay. We got the Bears week one. Okay. I think they're going to win that. Week three, they're at Denver. We've talked about this game. We know I like them to win their first four games. Playing Russell Wilson, good road team. Then week five and six at the Panthers and at the Falcons. They're going to be favored in both of those games. Should win them. Week eight, they're at the Rams. They've never lost to Sean McVay in the regular season. And then they just have two more road games after that. At Seattle and at the Raiders. Tell me that's not like not. I mean, that's doable, right? At 20 to one. No, that's very doable. 20 to one odds. Hmm. What was this team? So we are we know that this San Francisco 49ers team, they travel well. Yeah. Also. This is not a team that's gonna be caught off guard by heading on the road. It's just it just comes down to and PJ, of course, for 21 odds, like you're saying, the schedule doesn't concern me. It always just falls on your quarterback. That's it. You gotta go into some places and have a quarterback that can to can weather some storms. But I don't hate that, especially at that number 20 to 1. Of course, I'm looking at the division as well. It's always easier to do it that way, especially when you see that you only have to play or bet on six games. The only difference is it's division games. So while it's not as many games, they are high-pressure situations. They are high stakes. And anything can happen in those. It's hard to go undefeated in a division. I know the Dallas Cowboys did it last year. Um, I don't think they'll do it again this year. That really is has nothing to do with San Francisco. But I just that's the first memory I had of an undefeated division team. 40-1 uh, to 1 odds for them to go 6-0 within the division. I don't think they're going to lose other division games but what do you think about 41 for them to go 6-0 within the west that's also an interesting one we know how good they are against the rams seattle's going to be one of the worst teams and we're both kind of down on the cardinals this year i don't hate that either man of all these teams that we've previewed i think san francisco with all these different bets you can make they they are the team that has the value yeah the way their schedule sets up the teams in their division i mean there's some real value on the board i think that 20 to 1 to win all the road games, that road schedule has to be one of the easier road schedules in football. And the fact that what I want to know, Q, is that so they have seven true road games. Their eighth road game is that game against the Cardinals in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. I would think that that would obviously count too. But again, you're you're really just playing seven like that that's not there are gonna be more San Francisco fans there and there are gonna be Arizona right. fans. Oh, for so, sure. So I mean that's that's gonna be essentially a de facto home game. So man, twenty to one value, I think that's great. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I like the divisional play as well to win all six. I think you could be talked into that. Let me ask you this. To win all six division games is plus fourteen hundred. If the Niners to win the Super Bowl is plus fourteen hundred. Isn't that crazy to you? That is weird. The Niners have the same amount of value to win the Super Bowl as they do to win all six division games. Hmm. I feel like I got to ask somebody about that. 
That's that doesn't seem like it should be right. Like that just feels like there's no value them on to pick them to win the Super Bowl. Right? Why would no I? Value. Why would I do that? Why, just pick them to win all six division the games. The division's not that hundred percent. So, all right. Well, if you want to, we just bet- talked ourselves into something. Don't right. pick them to win the Super Bowl. Pick them to win all six division games. What? You know what's going to happen, right? Tomorrow, this number's going to go gonna up to twenty five to one. Yeah, it always happens. <laughs> bet MGM. I know they they always listen to our show. They're like, man, they PJ always, and Quentin. They're yeah. nine and zero tonight. <laughs> They're on to something. Yeah, we we got a flag on Woo. the uh, on the the system back there. The little back end report to see if anything janky's going on. Like PJ and Quinn are nine and zero on camera right now. We gotta we gotta investigate a little bit. 